Welcome to EM Healing, which is hosted by myself, Mahatma Star Seed. And when you dive into our episodes, you are going to be inspired to grow, to shift, to reflect on your inner wealth. If you are looking to find a new way of living, you have found it. So enjoy this wonderful episode that we're tuning into right now. Great day. This is Mahatma Starseed and you are tuning in to EM Healing. We are here collecting ourselves, building ourselves, and this season, for sure, we are bonding with our experiences, and I have with me a amazing guest, and she is co-hosting with us today. Her name is Natalie Woodman, and I'm going to let her take some time to introduce herself, so take it away, Natalie. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's wonderful to be here with you all today. I am a physio by background. I immigrated from South Africa 22 years ago, and I've been based in the UK ever since. I segued from physio, working with the body, working with people with injuries and impairments, and I segued into transformational coaching, where I work with women and thought leaders and help them sort of embody the exponential expansion that they want with their bodies um, with ease and grace. So doing that in the most easy, joyful, and harmonious way possible. So that's what I do. And, um, yeah, we can open up sort of the conversation and I can share a little bit more about that. I do work with uh, individuals on a one-to-one basis. So we do Akashic readings. I do medical intuitive readings. And then we also I also run sort of group programs that really help women sort of activate and awaken within their own bodies, um, their connection with their bodies, their exponential expansion with and clarity around their purpose and their mission. And, you know, doing this in a way that allows for ease and also without sort of creating any health crises along the way. Because I see so many people expanding or up-leveling and then there's either a mindset or a belief that, you know, they can't either um, embrace or hold that all of that expansion. And then on some level, sort of through programming, through um, beliefs or through uh, patterns at a cellular level, we sometimes people create sort of health crises either before a big expansion or after something amazing and big has happened. Oh, my. Yes. Like, that is... <laughs> Such a key point of what you are sharing and, you know, just to open up for the audience as well, that today we are, we are going to be, you know, penciling in, focusing in on, on bonding with our choices and, and everything Natalie had just shared is, is one of the clear reasons of why that is what spirit chose for the topic for today. Last week we were watching, uh, Becoming nobody with Ram Das, and they were speaking about those that the context of that understanding. 
and being able to really focus on our inner wealth and understand that in identifying more gracefully with our bodies, it will allow us to be more open-ended with our choices. And Mm -hmm. a lot of us have this big indifference about the choice of looking at per se, how we genderfy each other. And I really feel like that came into our perspective because we need to identify individually with the the body that we've been given with. And, mm-hmm. by, and by having multiple expressions that are similar in body form to express what they're experiencing is the purpose of having, you know, uh, feminine reflection groups versus uh, mixed reflection groups. So when we create choices, we get to exemplify that for, for the other bodies out there that are similar in nature, Mm -hmm. as opposed to where we're looking for just to see how we can proceed as a community. And I feel like that's where those uh, modalities are necessary for, for us to have the intermix of, um, of the meeting of the minds. So, you know, I say that because we're talking about our choices and regardless of if we're focusing on the feminine body or the male body, whatever it is, it's still a highlight of understanding what focusing on a certain section or area of what is happening all around us is going to help us improve our, our everyday lifestyle. And uh, like you say, create more grace, graceful and ease-filled situations. So I wanted to ask you a question. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, just to really get the ball rolling and ask ask you about how did you come more into your character of being more transformational in your life and looking more at your quantum leaps versus your uh, earthly bounds? Oh, what a great question. I love it. Um, Sort of my journey with sort of quantum leap expansion started about nine, ten years ago when I had my first sort of one-to-one mentor and um, I joined my first mastermind group. And um, sort of from that moment, that was a massive pivotal moment for me. Leading up to that point, I was always spiritual. I always um, knew that we had choice, but there was a piece sort of before that point where I wasn't aware of sort of the unconscious programming to the degree that I was about nine years ago. So things would sort of happen to me and then I would, um, through my own journey, try and work through it as best I can. Um, When I first sort of started uh, physio 24 years ago, I actually had an injury a year after I qualified and um, that was sort of the start of my journey of connecting with my physical body which in turn led me to sort of connect more deeply with this body that I'm in to be able to then sort of up level and expand so much more and you know 
in in working with sort of mastermind groups, and these groups were all female um, led mentors, uh, um, and also these were all groups where it was only women. So it was an amazing. They were all amazing containers to really sort of up level in terms of mindset, in terms of growth, in terms of expansion, in terms of up level in thinking, in awareness, in potentiality. Um, so I loved it because in putting myself in those containers, they really allowed me to sort of stretch myself. Um, and about two years ago, I went and did a week-long retreat with Joe Dispenza. And I remember you talking about becoming no one, nobody. And he refers oh, to that. Too. Oh, we are on <laughs> such a wavelength, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he talks about, you know, no one, nobody, no thing. And, you know, <laughs> connecting into the quantum field and, Oh, I just love that, you know, and I spent, you know, on this week-long retreat, there were days when we were meditating for between four and seven hours, and we'd be getting up at like three or four in the morning, and he still had all this energy, but, you know, so much was shifting when we were working in the quantum field, and, you know, that really got me going in terms of, how I can help people shift so that we're not only working with the physical body, but we're working in the quantum field, working with, you know, the mental, the emotional and the spiritual body and how we can vibrationally sort of marry up what's happening in all those layers so that the work that we're doing on the quantum level can be integrated into the physical body and the physical level as well. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Yes. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, giving that story of that, of that unfoldment, being able to, truly see what the power of a mastermind can do for you is everything and you know I if I would have known that there were these kind of scenarios uh happening or unfolding mm -hmm. I would have for sure uh participated in them however mm -hmm. my participation of receiving the explosion of quantum expression was really when I went on a on a vacation with with several of my family members uh, more than once as well. Uh, the first time it was over fourteen of us. The second time it was over uh, it was about eighteen of us. Wow! And what I what I experienced on the quantum level because I had lived all of my life on the quantum level. I mm -hmm. didn't. I didn't really realize that a lot of people were, were really living just like on an earthly bound. I mean, I knew, I knew that a large percentage was, but I, I thought that more people lived a little bit more quantumly mm -hmm. realizing now uh, I learned to express how much quantum understanding I have. And when I was with my family, I felt the expression of love um like a a loving space 
opened up a minefield like no other for me. And it created so much alchemical uh, unfoldments that, you know, it's one of the reasons why I'm where I am today. Mm-hmm. And, and understanding it that it's not like, and I love Joe because I'm like, he sounds like me. It's not so much of what you allow yourself to hear and listen to. It's also who you allow yourself to be around mm-hmm. while you're hearing and listening to a higher frequency of understanding. Absolutely. And, and that's when our choices really get to amplify for us and we really get to quantify what it is that's really happening for us when we put ourselves into situations and where we lead ourselves in life easily. That's so true. Um, you know, just to speak to that, you know, who, who do you allow to allow yourself to be? I think there's so much that I can say just about that point alone. I know sort of for me as an empath and, um, I've only really embraced over the past few years, you know, my clear gifts, um, sort of clear audience, clairvoyance, clear empathy, clear cognizance. And I think, you know, the first half of my life, I didn't feel safe to kind of allow all of that information in because it was mm-hmm. so overwhelming and I didn't mm-hmm. know how to yeah. interpret or integrate all of that. And, you know, I see this happening with so many people, but it's as we sort of reawaken and connect to the sacred truth and the divine wisdom within us that we like, we come home to ourselves and we know who we are and, you know, in working with the quantum field, we get to make those exponential shifts so much quicker. Mm-hmm. And they happen in a way that is sort of easy and harmonious and peaceful for the body so that the body can keep up with those exponential expansion, right, that's taking mm-hmm. place within the quantum field. Because yes. the energy body is so much bigger than the physical body. The physical body is dense and the energy body is, you know, fast and expansive. And yes, that's why I thought Caroline Mice was bigger. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so being able to uh, paint that picture and, and source in that imagery of another energy body is very uh, under- big for us to understand. And today I was sharing with my group on the clubhouse about sacred power. It was the section. It was actually the first episode and she was talking about medical intuition and mm-hmm. and how our weight plus our weight equals time. So our physical weight versus the weight we imp- apply into our, our being equals our time. So what we put weight on helps us to remain in our state of being. So when we're shifting our choices, we have to shift the fundamental 
style of like what kind of weight we're going to put on things because we're not going to stop weighing our experiences, right? That's not the point of realizing the weight that we've, we're holding. It's to have a betterment of how we're utilizing that weight or what weight we're actually using to like, you know, some people can weigh water or some people can weigh feathers, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, and, and that's how some of us feel lighter and some of us feel heavier even though we've experienced similar lifestyles. Totally. And I think, you know, there's another piece to that. And I find that the more aware and awakened we are, the more conscious our choices can be so that we can co-create the life that we really want to live rather than unconsciously existing and reacting to life and life's situations that take place does that make sense oh oh totally a hundred percent because we're moving we're moving from living in an unconscious state to a more conscious state absolutely yeah so the scales definitely uh have to um they have to shift and because you know the unconscious is never going to go away it's just like that 5149 right so are we on the (laughs) 4951 or the 5149? <laughs> yes. So true. So true. Yeah. Um, and, and we help we help that balance, right? By how we engage with community and 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 ultimately in our groups. And so I know you were speaking about uh, the the female and alpha uh, persona. And I, I really feel like this would be a great place for us to stick in there. Because how we grow depends upon how we view ourselves in a group. Yes, Um, that's so true. I know that, you know, I have been an alpha woman, you know, a woman where, you know, I thought that I has, you know, everything had to come from this masculine driven energy in order to achieve, in order to thrive, to be successful. But what I've learned, you know, through my own journey is that when I'm in my heart, when I am a heart-centered entrepreneur, when I choose the feminine way of leaning in and listening to, you know, the divine wisdom that comes through me and I take aligned action, namely the action, you know, that one action that's going to cause or allow the other dominoes to keep falling over. (laughs) (laughs) That one action. What I've realized is the more that we can come from that space, you know, the more spaciousness we can create in our lives rather than busyness. Because what I found with the alpha way, there was so much pushing, there was so much forcing energy Mm -hmm. um, rather than with the feminine way of working, there's an allowing, there's a flow, there's a balance. And as women, we have cycles, right? So it's like, how can we work with the cycles that the body's naturally in? Um, And how can we come sort of from that state and learn from other women? And I think that's what I love about the mastermind groups that I'm in because we get to be amazing role models for each other 
where we show that actually this is possible, a new way is possible, and you can thrive, you can be successful in this way, and it's healthier for us as women. Mm -hmm. Working with our bodies rather than against our bodies and forcing our bodies to do more than it needs to or even wants to. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, 100% makes sense. And, you know, having, having worked both ways, I can 100% say I choose um, the feminine way of working because it feels most luxurious within my body. It feels harmonious and it feels expansive and it feels healthy and wholesome. I know that when I, you know, when I um, – you know, was working in my business and I chose the pushing and the forceful way of, you know, being an alpha type woman. Um, And that's not to say that one way is better than the other. I think we all have our journey and we need to find the balance for each of our own bodies. But having done both ways, this is the way that actually my body's happiest. And I have no health crises. I remember that having worked the other way, you know, my body was constantly in crisis because I was forcing it to work harder, deliver harder. And, you know, I was driving it so much more than it could actually deliver, um, always meant to deliver for that matter. Hello. Yes. Yes. You were hitting such a beautiful spot that the whole collective (laughs) was like, she's speaking too much truth. (laughs) oh man oh I know and I think it's something that happens to so many women you know Uh, (laughs) on on both sides because the male and mass the male and feminine energy are is is within us all and the masculines have a big challenge being able to submit and surrender to that feminine aspect of themselves True. So true. So, so true. And I think as women, you know, we try and, well, let me speak from my own experience. You know, I was so much more connected to my masculine energy than my feminine energy um, that I created so much dis-ease within my body. And I, you know, I developed adrenal fatigue. And that was the, the big sort of start of my journey back to myself and how to sort of rebalance and come into balance with my own body and how to rebalance both my masculine and feminine and work in a way such that there was this beautiful dance between both. Yes. Yes. As it should be. As it should be. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I think that's the ultimate goal, right, for each and every one of us is how can we come back into balance with our own bodies, back into balance with our own masculine, our own feminine, our own truth, our own divine wisdom, and the divine wisdom that's within the body, that's available, you know, through the collective. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Uh, And that's, you know, I feel like that should be the major focus of, of society's campaign right now. Uh, which is let's like I know my campaign is let's get motivated uh, as a community like and understanding how to create 
these uh, new healing modalities for inner wealth building and because our programming currently does not it is not outfitted with the fundamental programming concept of uh, having of honor and humility for oneself for honoring the body and honoring the spirit at the same time. So, so true. And I, you know, I, I just want to echo that. And I think that's, you know, that's part of the work that I love doing. It's helping people realize the importance of being able to connect with their own bodies um, and find out what works, you know, with and for the, this beautiful body that they've been gifted in this lifetime because what works for one isn't necessarily one person isn't necessarily going to work for the other because we all we all unique and it's I think the more we can tap into our own uniqueness and it really embody that you know so much more becomes available yeah so you know instead of comparison you know, we embrace our beautiful uniqueness and we celebrate that. Yeah, and I I feel like the more we, the more that we can step away from the outer experience and step into empowering each other's choices. Yes. And, and, and like focus on that, like kudos on making the choice of pushing through the resistance. Yes. And honoring that moment. Yeah, because that makes more that that gives you more quantum leaps of expansion than remaining in that earthly concept of all, you know, I wish I wish things could have worked out better for you or um, that 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 was a great job. Like being able to really see what took more resilience. Mm-hmm. And doing the action or deciding to do the action. So true. And, you know, I think for so many people and, you know, I know at several points through my own journey, I've been through this. And it's amazing how, you know, fear-based the unconscious is because the unconscious job is to keep us protected, right? But all of that programming, that beliefs, those patterns, they're all based on when we were so much younger. So the programs that we're running as adults aren't actually the programs that are going to empower us, that are going to help us make those empowered choices, that are going to help us with that resilience. So by going within, like you're saying, and working on, you know, shifting and allowing and doing the inner work, clearing out what um, isn't yours, what never was yours, what um, isn't yours to carry, clearing out, um, you know, past traumas, clearing the emotional wounds as kids that we, you know, we've all been through. All of that changes the presence, the dynamic, um, the potency of what we have to share here in this world. Once we've done that work. Oh, yeah. Like that, that's definitely a great 
point to bring into this because you know you're touching the base on the generational I like to call them wounds or generational yep. traumas because you know everyone cool. everyone is scared of the big C mostly because they're also scared of the big E but we'll leave that for another time yes. <laughs> and just focus on how we can empower our choice now to take ownership of that which does not serve us and mm-hmm. mostly majority of what that is, which will cut off a nice slice of fat there, audience, which is our generational wounds. What mm-hmm. choices did our past ancestors make that valued them then, but no longer value us today? You know, that is massive. I mean, I've done so much um, healing myself and I, I help, you know, my clients do this as well. And, you know, part of that, of clearing out that generational trauma, um, and I don't know if this is something that, you know, within your community that you you guys talk about, but it's also, you know, we also have cellular memory. We have cellular memory from sort of past lives, from mm-hmm. earlier in this life and sometimes you know that cellular memory gets carried forward and influences us in this life so there's an element of clearing that as well as the generational sort of trauma and you know you the point that you make is is amazing because the choices that were relevant in the past aren't necessarily the choices that are going to best serve us because it's a different time. It's a different world. It's a whole different dynamic. Um, you know, so much has evolved um, since the time that our ancestors had to make those choices, right? And had to live through things in that time compared to what we're going through. But, you know, that programming still gets held within ourselves as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially the way we choose to receive it. True. So true. Yeah. And, you know, I did a reading with someone sort of early this morning and it was around, can we let go of the trauma, the generational trauma? Can we clear that wound, but can we keep hold of the wisdom that they gained? So can we bring forward the wisdom, hold, you know, hold that wisdom and embody that wisdom and bring that forward and release the other bits that no longer serve and that aren't relevant. Um, And when we do that, you know, so much is also able to shift. I love shifting and I love being cautious and graceful in my shifting. Yeah. (laughs) So true. But, you know, we the, it's going to happen in the right time, right? So I always believe in timing. I always believe in the right timing. So whatever is ready to come up and be shifted will be shifted. And, you know, I believe we shift until the day we die, you know. Yes. It's like layers, you know. We have like, you know, if we think of – us is like one big massive onion and you know every time we shift there's another layer that we reveal or you know we get to reveal about ourselves and then you know as we grow and as we up level and as we expand there's going to be another opportunity 
to shift, to clear something. And, you know, these things happen at sort of moments along the way. And I know there's a thing that I want to talk about, and it's relationship to change. It's like once we redefine the relationship to change and how we view change, making those incremental and embodied shifts can can happen in a more graceful and ease way. I remember that when I first looked at change, whilst I knew that change was was good, you know, there was a part that thought that actually change was painful or that change would be hard, but it doesn't have to be that way, right? It doesn't always because that's yeah. also a program. It's also a belief. It is. It is 100%. And, like, honestly, if we came into this world with a 100 layers to peel and you chose those layers to show yourself, why would you not want to show yourself those layers? And then you got to ask yourself, what limiting belief have those before me believed in that made them think that they couldn't show themselves their layers and how can we get past that belief in a more empowered mind state Mm -hmm. and these these are the kind of questioning uh, structures that are really going to help us bring some ease into the shifting because I'm an advocate Big time. I don't, I, you will not see me tell people to go cold turkey. Like, like. oh gosh, no. <laughs> Support all the way. <laughs> <laughs> like ripping yourself out. And it's been a, it's been a topic that has been coming up over the past couple of weeks where people have been speaking about the ramifications of major weight loss surgery. And I use it because it's a direct reflection of what we're doing in the, in the non-physical, in the stoic body center. And per se, people like to get like, I think it's called the, 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 you know, the thing where they clamp the stomach or the bypass. I know what you mean. Right. So they, um, the, the, some experts frown upon it because decreasing that amount that much amount of weight within such a short amount of time span doesn't effectively give your body the grace to reassimilate and shift itself into its new founding energy and it's going to have a lot of hiccups along the way especially if we're not being superly uberly graceful and ease filled with ourselves there's going to sure. be some some uh, symptoms or side effects of re- just merely having the heart to have to switch to how much blood needs to be pumped through the veins in order for mm-hmm. you to remain alive in the day mm-hmm. so true so true and you know just working with the body i mean I, you know, I've seen this time and time again. Sometimes the weight that we are holding on to in our body is sort of cellular dense weight that is ours to carry. And then as we gradually make those incremental shifts in the in the quantum field, in the energy bodies, where it is held sort of within the quantum body and the physical body, as those shifts are made gradually, 
I've seen the weight come off, you know. This has happened with my own body. You know, I've seen this happen with uh, sort of other clients because, you know, it doesn't – and it can happen in a – in a graceful and an ease, easeful way. It can happen in a way that's sort of harmonious for the body. And I remember going through a period where, you know, my weight would yo-yo, would go up and down. And, you know, the more sort of shifts I've made within the quantum body, within the quantum field, you know, my body I can I can pretty much now before I needed to really if I looked at that slice of cake I would have already put on the put on weight if you know what I mean. <laughs> Whereas now I can, you know, because my programming, my beliefs, my mindset is healthier. My it's all more wholesome. So that you know whatever food is going to go in, and yes, you know the the food that my body now craves is different compared to the food that my body craved beforehand, and you know, I see this in my other um, community groups as well, where they all, you know, they also do quantum, they're also working in the quantum field. And I see this with clients as well, where, you know, the palate changes, the appetite changes, the, and, you know, and as we're eating what, you know, we enjoy, what brings us enjoyment, you know, the body receives that in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. our programming, our beliefs, our mindset is different. Yes, like 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. At, at that point, we're creating new neurological pathways to yeah. send message signals through for, um, for the body to respond. We are becoming more... Uh, we're coming more sensationalized in in our uh, on our projection of life, mm-hmm. and it it also is a is a great unfoldment to help us slow our life down because we start to realize the wonders that are right in front of our eyes. We don't want to move so fast, and it's kind of like how you can you can notice how people who are just walking down the street got they, they're looking to go somewhere they're not really paying attention to their surrounding however if you put a, a phone or a newspaper or some type of image in front of a body you'll notice that the body will slow down because it yeah. is processing the imagery that is um being uh sh- like being sent towards that body so the and and the more awake the more signal flares that we have going off in our energy fields the 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 more we will need to reduce our pace in Mm -hmm. in how much noise uh, is in our life and then we start to come and start conceptualizing how much truly space is uh, a necessary function for us to identify with every single day. It's not so much something to get in a a rocket ship and and shoot outside the atmosphere of physically uh, because we need to learn how to deal with it in our front door first. So true. Gosh, that is, you know, that's so on point. Um, 
it's the difference between, you know, walking to work and walking down the road and just being focused and being in a hurry and rushing versus looking at the beautiful sunshine, making eye contact, smiling at people and really engaging in every single moment that life has to offer. And, you know, I, I witnessed that, you know, when things shifted within myself as well, I'm like, oh, my God, it's a beautiful day. <gasps> wow. And then, you know, I would just smile for no reason. And I, you know, I just, I was just smiling all the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just because life was just so beautiful from the inside out, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. I, I've definitely tuned in my body more especially over, uh, I went on a, a basically about an eight month healing tour, which uh, I mean, it's never ending, no. but I was literally like on the road touring for eight months. I went through, uh, I went through over 30 different states and two different countries within that time frame. And what, aro- what arose in me was the, the, the appreciation of truly understanding why we have the certain stimulating options that we have in our frequency per se. I'm not sure if you can hear this in the background, but those are my wind chimes that are dinging away. And and, uh, I was in Arizona and I visited uh, a naturopath's house through Airbnb. She was a retired doctor and uh, she had, so many different wind chimes I mean her house was like a healing center like there was so many crystals there mm-hmm. <laughs> it was amazing but I fell in love with her chimes I was already in love with crystals so like I was like that was one thing but I had list I had played her chimes and you can find that it's it's in my podcast list I I don't know the name of it but I'm pretty sure it says chimes in there okay. and um their wind chimes and I recorded them and I also shared it with her. She absolutely loved it. She has her own, um, her own copy. And uh, ever since then, I was like, I feel like I'm in love with wind chimes because it's, it's the crisp sound of air and you can't Mm. plan the sound of earth, but you can definitely tune into it. And these are the kind of modalities that helps us to speak to our senses that have been awoken and Mm -hmm. and being able for it to be in our immediate frequency so I have wind chimes on two sides of my house so either I'm in the living room or in my room I get to hear these chimes (laughs) oh my gosh that's wonderful um that's so true you know for me I I think that being in nature is so important for me and actually that's it's an essential now. It's like part of who I am. And it's, it's, it's like the air that I breathe, you know, being in nature, going for my walk, you know, grounding, connecting with Mother Earth. You know, that's part of that spaciousness that you talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, and that's part of, part of my spaciousness is I need to go for my walk every day and, and connect with Mother Earth and just connect with the ground and connect with the elements, um, whatever's showing on that day. And it brings me back 
to presence. And, you know, you also talked about time. I find that the more awake I become, um, the less focused on time I am, the more I've shifted that time paradigm, yeah. the more time I've, you know, I, I feel like I can stretch time now. Mm-hmm. So I'm never running out of time. There's always enough time. Yes. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's so beautiful. And I love that you say that. And um, this has been an amazing conversation. And I'm like, it sounds like we're diving into our empower tips of our mind state. So I just wanted to signal that for the audience, because I know they're super, uh, they super love the ending part of getting those empower tips. And um, so I just wanted to ask you, uh, if you could share one or two empower tips for the audience to help them steer deeper into looking into these fundamentals of of bonding with their choices okay sure um i would definitely say breathing connecting with your body place your hand sort of on your heart or over your solar plexus or if you're a woman over your womb you know or your heart either of those areas and then breathe into Um, your hand if that makes it easier to connect with your body because the more we can breathe the more you can connect with your body the more you can become present with your body and from that space so much more becomes possible so if you can bring all of you back to one moment and then from that state you know it's easier to make choices it's easier to make choices that are aligned for you and um I definitely say grounding and I'd say going for a walk in nature. If I have to make a big decision or if I have to reflect on something, I always go for a walk first. You know, nature is a beautiful way of clearing your mind and of seeing things in a whole new light. It's like a new filter gets applied or a new lens through which you look. Um, so I definitely say that is a good place to sort of um, be. And then also, you know, if if you can come from a place of curiosity, I, I talk to this about a lot of my clients, is can you observe your thinking or how the subconscious program is, is, is sort of running or what the programs are, but from a place of curiosity, not from a place of judgment, blame, or shame. And when you come from a place of curiosity, so much more can shift and we can become aware of so much more because when we have the curiosity, there's almost an opening, right? There's an, an opening or an allowing of Let's see where we are and let's see what's possible or what's unfolding. Um, So I hope that makes sense. But that uh, has definitely helped several of my clients and also it's helped me on my journey. You know, so the more you can be in your body and come from a place of curiosity as you become aware of things shifting, as you become aware of things changing and also um, gratitude, practicing gratitude, you know, and embodying gratitude. It's like, what body, what did you do that was amazing today? And how can I celebrate you? And then also celebrate yourself. It's like, what did I do that was great today? Um, And then finding a beautiful, nurturing way of celebrating yourself. 
you know, all of these things just bring us so much back into alignment with our truth and our choices. But we always have choices, whether they are unconscious or conscious, but the more aware we can become of what is happening around us, the more, you know, you know, we can come from a place of stillness and awareness, the more we can see and therefore the more, more is possible to shift. I hope that answers your question. Oh, for sure. Like you gave some nuggets there, Natalie. I definitely appreciate everything that you've shared. And um, just to piggyback off of those highlights, finding more ways to breathe is everything and allowing ourselves to get familiar with the different places that make allow us to breathe better you know practice Mm -hmm. games like that with yourself like do you do you breathe better in the bathroom do you breathe better in the closet do you breathe better in your backyard or do you breathe better next to the water it's a really uh all up to you to find the sound nature for yourself because we're just vessels letting you know what has worked for us and for Mm -hmm. other masterful beings and if you would like to be a masterful being these are one of the many ways and variations that people reach their mastery and that really starts with learning to make choices of things that you deserve so Mm -hmm. if if you're looking to empower your choices and really bond with them You got two choices. You can either first bond with how you nourish yourself, whether that's giving yourself bodily care or um, uh, feeding yourself with foods, or you can give yourself the desire to make choices for uh, well living, mental stability, and shift the way that where your body is actually residing. So you can either focus on the physical body and create nourishing habits, or you can focus on where the body is residing on the outside and create nourishing habits for the atmosphere that feels best for you. There's no said one way to read, (laughs) right? There's no said (laughs) one way to bond with our choices, but we know for sure that we all are capable of bonding with our choices. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say thank you so much, Natalie, for highlighting how we can bond with our choices more. And please let the audience know, how can they find you and learn more about your transformational coaching? Um, You can find me on Instagram. My um, name is by Natalie Woodman. And on Facebook, it's the same. And I have a free sort of Facebook group container called Quantum Leap Lounge. So for any of your you amazing women out there, you're welcome to sort of find me on Facebook or Instagram and um, come and say hi. I'd love to connect. Thank you so much, Natalie. And for all of you out there that are following me, you know that you can always tune in and check out more of Mahatma Starseed on Elite Motivation 411 on YouTube and IG, where I go live every Wednesday at 444 Eastern Standard Time, and I highlight how to talk our elite sounds. Until next time, stay aligned and stay divine. Thank you so much, audience. I appreciate 